Welcome into the February 16th edition of the Locked On Leafs podcast. I'm Mike DeSefano with Dave Morissuti. The Maple Leafs with a dominant win over the Blackhawks. Matthews returned in style. Let's get right to it, Dave. You listen to Locked On Leafs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Lockdown Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother on TSN's Overdrive and TSN 1050's Leafs Lunch. Joining me, it's my co-host, Dave Morissuti from Sportsnet, also a writer for the NHLPA. Lockdown Leafs, a daily Maple Leafs-centric podcast, so be sure to subscribe for free. Wherever you get your podcast from, also, we are up on YouTube. We got new content coming out each and every weekday, Monday through Friday. So hopefully sub up and uh, we can provide you with all the Leafs information and content and analysis that you hopefully need. Uh, like tonight, Dave, maybe please. Big, uh, big dub. We called it. Must win. Had to be a dominating win coming off of Saturday's piss poor performance I would say I'll classify that as a dominant win. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, there's times where the Blackhawks kind of kept it close, but at no point did I think the Blackhawks were going to win that game. No. Like, there maybe was a – like, when they made it 3-2, like, around there, like, the, the there was that one stretch of maybe, like, three minutes where it was like, oh, no, are we are we seeing – the same thing here that we saw happen in Columbus where the Blackhawks are where they relinquished a two goal lead in the third period, but no, nope, that one goal. And they said, okay, enough's enough and kind of hunker down. And uh, next thing you knew is five, two again. And you know, it's, it is what it is from there on out. The Maple Leafs were golden. Yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of nice to be on the other end of a Peter Mrazek brutal outing. <laughs> we'll say. <laughs> yes would you say like i don't know who do you think what do you think would be worse though because at least marazic is playing although that could be worse yeah well, there's no like, like 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 when you look at it matt murray and peter marazic like would you prefer to have one over the other like, oh, I like matt murray. but he's not even playing for you i mean marazic didn't play a lot either though when he was with the Leafs. True, but he's playing now. Yeah, but I, I think that's a very loose definition of playing if <laughs> considering how many goals and how he let the goals in tonight. Yeah, right? he's he's not a very good goaltender. That was a swing and a miss by Kyle Dubas. And uh he did a good job of rectifying that problem, right? Only cost him what they moved back from like twenty-five to thirty-eight, so it cost them like thirteen draft selections basically to to move down. They didn't eat any of that contract, and there's still another year left on that deal. Like, it, it, <laughs> there's still a whole another season of tanking that Chicago gets to do with Peter Morazic uh, between the pipes. But Ilya Samsonov started tonight. Another good uh, good home victory for Ilya Samsonov. So his strong home starts continue. Um, but ultimately like this was a night for the big boys where the big boys really showed up. Like Matthews returned. He had a goal and a helper. He was really good. Marner was magical through the first, uh, 
first bit of this game. Like he he had a, such a beautiful play that unfortunately the goal, the Kerfoot goal got called back, but the play he made to set that up was unbelievable. Like legitimately magician-like and like play of the year type candidacy, just the way that he was able to take that puck from the wall, dance around a couple of guys, nice little drag, and then get it over to Kerfoot for an open net. And unfortunately, uh, you know, spoiled by the video review, but is what it is. But like, yeah, these these guys were dancing. And did I even mention that Willie had a three point night? Like, these guys are having a good one, man. It was a good night. Tavares scored. It was a good night for the big boys. Yeah, I mean, you could not say anything really negative about the way that the, you know, the core, the core top six played. Really, even Kerfoot looked half decent at times. Like, that's that's kind of how you. I mean, it's also Chicago. Like, if you can't look good against Chicago, that's that does yeah. But I was very disappointed that that goal got called back just because the play was incredible, and like. I don't know. The Kerfer like pissed somebody off in the hockey gods department of some like just the ter- brutal luck this guy has. Yeah, he's got one goal in his last 18. We were talking about it on yesterday's show and just saying this guy's got to produce. He basically said, hey, Mike, hey, Dave, up yours. Here's a goal. And the hockey gods said, no, 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 no. <laughs> one goal in 19 games now, my friend. And it's unfortunate that uh, that ended up getting taken back on him but he did set up um Tavares's goal so like he was still very involved he had a couple other really good chances like Kerfoot again we got to take it with a grain of salt considering the competition in the Chicago Blackhawks but he looks like the part of a, of a, a top six player who could help you know provide a little bit of offense with these two again I I want to see it against top tier talent however going forward and not going to see that this weekend with Montreal and Chicago again, but you know, next week against Buffalo, how does that look against the Buffalo Sabres? That's, that's where we'll probably get more of uh, an idea of, you know, how Kerfoot could look on that second line. I mean, it's not something that we haven't seen. We've seen it time and time again, but you know, how does it look now? You know what I mean? Like with, with Tavares and Marner plant, the level that they're at, can he come in and play a complimentary role with those guys? Yeah, I mean, and at the same time, some teams may want to see what Alex Kerfoot can do, right? Like, there might be teams that are looking at that at the least they're trying to trade Kerfoot as part of the package. You got to showcase them a little bit, right? You can't, you want to put him in a position where other teams are going to be like, okay, like he's not as bad as me as some people think he is. Yeah, so, I mean, he's in a contract year too, right? So even like, I, I don't see the Maple Leafs bringing him back next year. Like he's still he's still playing for a contract for another team, so he wants to showcase himself as much as possible. Exactly. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of actually, before we move on to what we saw out of the Blackhawks tonight, I think a round of applause. Two defensemen scored tonight. Two defensemen, a team that is like thirtieth in the league in defensive scoring, yet two goals from D men. Sandine, I mean that one was. I mean, not a pretty goal, but like whatever. Sometimes you got to bank one off a defenseman and whatnot. But Timmons clapper through traffic, really nice looking goal by uh, by Timmons, and that's now what thirteen points in nineteen games for Connor Timmons. You give this guy another look, 
like Saturday? Like, do you keep him in the lineup? What, what do you do if you're Sheldon Keefe here? I mean, it's kind of like all this guy does when you take him out of the lineup, he comes back in and he scores or he puts up points. Like, it's it must be frustrating for him, but I thought he looked good. I think you you have to reward a player when he has a decent game like that. So I, I think he should at least get one more game. It's a back to there's gonna be a back to back. So you can just tell Justin Hall, like, look, you're going to get one of these two games. Connor Timmons, you're going to get one of these two games. Like, that's how I I would play it. But Sheldon Keefe has always kind of deviated a little bit from what we think he should do sometimes. But, I mean, yeah, the guy scores in his first game back, and I, I, I think he looks solid defensively. So I think he deserves to at least get another look. Yeah, a couple penalties. You don't like to see that, but uh, you know when you score a goal, you can you can look past it a little bit, right? One of the penalties I was like, yeah, the high okay. stick, the high stick one, like, meh. It I was mean, a, it wasn't much, right? That's why it wasn't. But like optically, like I saw that, like it, it, I saw it, and I was like, oh, it's a high stick. Like I knew that was getting called. He tried yeah. to argue that he was, it was a follow through from trying to like lift the stick or whatever but when you looked at it on replay it's like that's not what happened at all like i don't know what he was doing i think he just i don't know they but I, it, it was a penalty is what it is but luckily it didn't really cost him at the end of the day and uh yeah we'll see what ends up happening with with connor timmons but i thought that he played well um tonight too all right uh let's take a quick break let's talk about some of the guys on the other team on the other side because you know, we came into tonight saying we'll have our eyes on a couple of players for trade-related reasons. So I'm, I'm curious to see who you thought maybe stuck out to you on the other side who could be uh, of service to the Maple Leafs, you know, leading up to the trade deadline. So I'll get that answer from you um, in just a moment. We'll also do our three stars of the game as we do after each and every Maple Leafs victory. But before we get into all that, Dave, I got to tell the good folks listening to this podcast about one of our favorite sponsors and that's FanDuel. Uh, it's the midway point of the NHL season. It's here and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's North America's number one sports book and new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. All you got to do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores Anything you want tonight, place the wager over three and a half shots for John Tavares. It cashed in the first period. I think he ended the night with what six, seven shots on goal. So you can go and you can make wagers just like that. Leafs money line, all those stuff on the FanDuel app. Uh, plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at bigger payouts with the same game parlay. So don't miss out on a chance. Get your no sweat first play up to $1,000 of bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the Locked On Network. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. Mike DiStefano and Dave Morissuti. Uh, Maple Leafs with a 5-2 win over the Chicago Blackhawks. Tonight, pretty dominant victory from, from start to finish. I would say at, at, at the very least, uh, let's go with a 53-minute performance. Eh, maybe not a full 60, but at least 53 of those minutes. I think Toronto uh, was was definitely the better team. And I think I saw the deserve to winometer from moneypuck.com have at like 91%. So 
you know, all the numbers suggest that. And I think I looked the uh, the analytically, like in terms of expected goals, uh, if you look at it at all strength, so through the full 60 minutes, 73% of the expected goals um, was uh, was in Toronto's favor. Uh, and obviously, as was the actual goals, as they won by a score of 5-2. to two. So that's uh, another indicator of uh, the eye test and the numbers kind of matching up there, Dave, which is always fun to see. I like to see it for sure. Uh, all right. I'm curious to see, though, what your eyes told you about some of these Chicago Blackhawk players because we came into, uh, well, in yesterday's podcast, and if you missed it, we chatted about some of the players that we were going to be keeping an eye on for trade-related reasons. Um, there's a lot of guys on Chicago that are going to be on the trade block in the leading up to the March 3rd trade deadline. And uh, we were just, you know, talking about some of the ones that we'd be keeping an eye on. So did anyone stick out to you that you said, you know what, maybe the Leafs could maybe swing a deal for that player? Well, I mean, I just want to give a shout out to Connor Murphy and uh, Jake McCabe for helping the Leafs win tonight. So well, let's see. I think McCabe was, was terrible. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't great. In my opinion, like he wasn't terrible. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't like this. Was, this wouldn't this wasn't his best showcase. I will say, in terms of if you're looking at adding him at the like we've heard his name a few times. Like I don't know if I would be like one game isn't going to totally dissuade me, but at the same time, yeah. he yeah, <laughs> I think like Engvall like turned him inside out, made him like fall. At one point in the game, you're just like, I mean, Pierre's a good skater, so a good skater, but yeah, to your point. Yeah. But like, um, I, I just, I just found that like the Connor Murphy tip was the better one because I'm just like, buddy, I know you want to get out of Chicago, but like, can't can't be showing us you want to help the other team score. So yeah, and then obviously we're all looking at Patrick Kane tonight, like he was the guy that all eyes were on, and I think. I thought he was invisible. Like, I didn't think he really did anything tonight. He had a couple of chances on net. He had that. There was one play uh, on the power play where the Leafs were shorthanded. They were going for break, and he did a good job of kind of tying up. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but tying up the guy going to the net. But yeah, other than that, like I, I just also just think like Chicago when they as soon as they moved away from like the Brinket you knew Patrick Kane was not going to be the same player. Like he's trying to do it himself here. And I don't, I like, I'm not surprised he didn't exactly light it up because like, he doesn't really have anybody else to help him there. Who's, 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 who's the guy playing on Patrick Kane's line. That's going to help him at this point. No, it's, it's true. But you would, you would hope that somebody with the stature of Patrick Kane can, can drive yeah. offense production by himself. And maybe that's the problem is that, he can't do that anymore. And I think that's the the ultimate question that people have about Kane. Like, what Patrick Kane are you getting? If it's the Patrick Kane that I saw tonight, that's not the same Patrick Kane that won Stanley Cups for Chicago. Like, it's just flat out not. He, he didn't have nearly the pizzazz that we're used to seeing out of Patty Kane, right? Like, Showtime was not there tonight, right? That was, that was you know, afternoon brunch at uh, at best. Like I, I, Patty Kane's an interesting player. I think I said it yesterday. It'd be a luxury ad, but he's not the main piece that I'd be going after at the trade deadline. Um, if you looked at his numbers tonight, played 18 minutes, 
uh, was a dash one and had four shots on net. So, you know, he, he didn't really do a whole lot, didn't factor in onto the score sheet. Sam Lafferty factored in onto the score sheet. Yeah. Uh, you know, not uh, not the be- most beautiful goal, I would think he would say, but went harder than that. And what happens when we go harder than that? You get rewarded. I have always said, I think the Leafs need guys who are willing to go to the net. Right? The tweet of the night was from Kevin Papetti. He said, so to recap the first two minutes of the game, Jake McCabe is now worth a conditional seventh. Sam Lafferty is worth three first-round picks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Yeah, it was like, we're what, a minute three into the game? It was 1-1. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, The one player, though, who actually did kind of, I would say stuck out to me, but I thought he had a pretty good game, and Maybe it's nostalgia, but I thought Max Domi looked pretty good tonight. I thought that he had a couple opportunities. You know, it looked like he was kind of flying out there a little bit. It looked like he was putting on a bit of a showcase saying, hey, guys, I can still play. Like, I got jam. I got the speed, to, and I believe that I could help you. And kind of, like I said, was putting on a little bit of a, a, a audition, let's say, in front of the Toronto brass and Toronto fans. He had some flashes tonight, clearly, through the ties with him and his father. But, like, imagine if Max Domi came back and tossed on number 28. Like, that doesn't that doesn't entertain you at all? I mean, I was going to say, if his name wasn't Domi, are we are we talking about it? Uh, but, I mean, look, he's, he's a guy that he brings kind of that bunting-like attitude where he will get under his opponent's skin i think he has better speed he brings that speed element he brings that tenacity that you're looking for the good thing is his number 28 is not retired so he could very well wear number 28 if he so choose i actually don't even is 28 even available right now yeah i don't think anyone has 28 holmberg's that got 29 i don't think anybody has 28 so maybe somebody is uh, leaving that one. Oh, sorry, Joey Anderson's wearing number twenty. Sorry, Joey. I think uh, I think send that them one... to the minors. Send them to the minors, and all of a sudden, twenty eight's available. I forgot about Joey Anderson. Well, I mean, he he only had the what the one chance on goal tonight. Like, well, he's a very forgettable person on this roster. Like, let's be honest here. He's got what six games that he's played so far this year. Yeah, so. I mean, look, if the Leafs went out and got Max Domi at a pretty affordable cost i wouldn't hate it let me ask you this let me ask you this max domi or alex kerfoot as your second line left winger oh i don't even know what domi's numbers are like this year to really i a a lot better than kerfoot i can assure you that oh yeah i know i'm taking domi (laughs) yeah for sure i'm just looking at him right now the guy has 14 goals and 35 points yes like that's like people look at Max Domi because he didn't really do anything when he was in Columbus, but he's actually having a decent year now. Granted, again, he's getting some pretty favorable minutes. He's playing with Patrick Kane, which probably helps. But if you're coming to the Leafs, you're playing with Tavares and and Mitch Marner. So like, if you're putting up that type of production with Kane, surely you can put up that type of production with Marner and Tavares. Not like you're getting a drop off there in terms of talent that you're playing with, right? And he had six points in 14 games with the Hur- I totally forgot he was with the Hurricanes last year. Yeah, and he scored like three goals last year in the playoffs for him, didn't he? Yeah. So, 
he's he's won around in the playoffs. He's, he's been on around. I believe he was with them when they went to no Andrew the Anderson trade already went down by then, right? Yeah. So he wasn't with them when they went to the final. No, he wasn't. No, because Anderson played against Toronto, right? Yes. Um, so he he was one guy who I looked at and I was like, you know, of all the players that I was interested in, right? McCabe, Murphy, Patrick Kane, we'll throw Lafferty in there, and and Adomi as kind of the fifth player on on the Blackhawks that I've been kind of watching. He was the one who did stick out to me most. Yeah, and I think he if I'm not mistaken, was he the one that got that kind of drew the penalty at one point in the game? I think one of the Timmons penalties. I could be very wrong on this, but I know I, his game. He did stick out to me a bit more. He's actually not bad on the face. I don't know how many. Uh, he's actually pretty good on the faceoffs too. Actually, fifty-five percent. I mean, it's like you're realizing that Max Domi's actually a good player. Like, well. <laughs> you know, I like. I I knew he was. I mean, look, this guy was a first first round pick dude he had 73 points like four years three years ago uh this was back in 2019 with the habs four years ago yeah so 2018 19 was when he had uh 72 points in 82 games like if you really think about it his career trajectory he went to probably the worst team you can go to which was the arizona coyotes yeah he gets traded for galchenyuk to montreal Turned into a, a productive player in Montreal. Just Montreal, he wasn't like high up in the lineup to really, you know, command probably what would have probably maximized his potential. Then he gets shipped off to Columbus, which is probably another place you don't, I don't, not many players really excel at in terms of, you know, showcasing themselves. I, I thought you were going to say a place where not many people want to go. And I was going to say, unless your name's Johnny Goudreau. Yeah, Johnny Goudreau or Erica Branson. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Erica Branson. I mean, they gave that guy $16 bucks. I'm sure he said, where do I sign in two seconds for that one? I, I don't know anyone who was giving him that type of money. But anyway, continue. But you know what? It, I, when it was brought up, when I see this, I think people were annoyed about because his name's his name kept being brought up. And many were thinking this just because of the Ty Domi connection, but well, there's you did up until five minutes ago too. I know, but there, but I mean, I didn't look deeply into his stats. That's my fault. That's just bad. Right. That's yeah. what I mean. And that's what, that's what I find a lot of people are doing. The second that Max Domi's name get brought up, people think it's just nostalgia and nepotism. No, he's actually a decent player and he brings kind of that grit, that, that, that assholeness that the Maple Leafs kind of want in their lineup and into their, their middle six. You know, you know what's funny? His second best season ever of his career in the NHL was his rookie season. I could see that. He was sixth in Calder voting that year. That was in 2015-16. Well, that was McDavid, Panarin. That was a good year. Uh, yeah. Idol, I think, was a rookie that season. Jack Eichel, Dylan Larkin. Yeah. That's a very tough rookie class to kind of stick out from, I will yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. But so, I'd say he's, you know, he's a guy, he's a guy who, you know, some some intrigue there. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If there if there was one player who maybe maybe not rose his stock, but maybe jumped up to the top of the line for me when it comes to trade assets from Chicago, I think yeah. Domi might be that guy. Although I still have faith in both 
McCabe and Murphy, if they came to Toronto, I think that those would also be really good pickups, despite having, uh, you know, tough games tonight. Patty Kane, though, I think his stock dropped. Like, there's a lot of talk about it with him coming to town, lots of talk about him coming to Toronto. And I thought that after the night he had today, maybe people are like, oh, okay, I see, I see the worry that the Rangers maybe had with that injury factoring into – you know, a, a drop off in his play because that's kind of what it did look like tonight. This wasn't dynamic like it used to be. So what we're saying is a conditional sixth round pick for Patrick Kane. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No. Okay, I'll, I'll give a fourth. Oh, okay. I'll give a hard four. Absolutely. In twenty twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Twenty twenty five. No, no, no. Later. Okay. We gotta. Okay, conditional, you could take it either a third in 2024 or a fifth or fourth in 2025. That's what that's what it is. Okay, I'll allow that. I'll allow cool. that. Sounds good. Uh, all right, we'll take one more quick break and we get back. Let's get to the uh, the three stars from tonight's game. Uh, so we'll do that when we return. You'll listen to Lockdown Leafs Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Welcome back into the Lockdown Leafs podcast. Mike DiStefano and Dave Morissuti. Maple Leafs with a 5-2 win over the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. They officially jump back into second place in the Atlantic Division. They now have a two-point lead on the Tampa Bay Lightning, but still sit two games ahead, which means in points percentage, I believe they're still actually down. Um, but if you look at the standings by points themselves, they're currently in second place. Uh, but based off of tonight, big 5-2 butt-kicking to the Chicago Blackhawks. It was expected, um, and they actually followed through. Despite being a team that is junk, they actually played them well, which we have not seen a whole lot of this year and in the last few years. Uh, despite that, though, again, it was a big-time victory for the Maple Leafs. So uh, let's get to our three stars from tonight's game. Dave, start with your third star. I'll give it to Mitch Marner. Thought he had a, I thought he had a pretty good game. I think it was a toss-up between Marner and Tavares. I think both of them, probably as a duel, they were really good tonight. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that one. I figured you were going to give Marner uh, some love, so I left him off mine, I'll be honest with you. I want to give some love to just the blue line. Like, in general, I thought that uh, all three pairs looked pretty good tonight. Um, and in particular, I guess that that third pair looked pretty good. They both scored goals, Sandine and Connor Timmins. It's it's nice to see getting some offense from the blue line, not something we typically see. And uh, I thought that they did a pretty good job of limiting really anything in front of Samsonov. I think um, there was only six high danger chances against him tonight, all night, like in all situations. So they kept everything pretty perimeter, and uh, you'll have to see it if you're Sheldon Key from the Toronto Maple Leafs. So um, when you keep things perimeter and you, uh, you add two goals – yeah, you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a star. So I'm cheating. I'm giving it to the blue line. Your second star, Dave. Uh, I'll go with Austin Matthews. No, I mean that did not look a guy who was you know battling his way back from a knee injury. No rust. He comes out. He has a good game. He made Seth Jones look really really bad tonight. Like uh, the goal, the the setup on the Timmins goal, like just. Just robbed Seth Jones of the puck in his own end. Yeah, for great play. Just straight up, thank you. I'll take that. 
Yeah. Also, I we also got to highlight. I will do that next. Actually, guaranteed. Yeah, like his 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 play was his play was good. It's it kind of shows <laughs> how different this team is when Austin Matthews is not in the lineup because you see what he can provide and how much different this team is. There's a reason why Austin Matthews is the highest paid player on this team. He showed it tonight, so it was a a really nice nice welcome back for the uh, for the franchise player. Yeah, absolutely. That's Austin Matthews. One goal, one assist, plus three. Three shots on goal, which unfortunately Dave and I were watching very closely, and it did not get to four, which cost us a little bit of cha-ching, which is unfortunate. Uh, a hit and two blocks, only 16 minutes and 39 seconds of ice time tonight. So they kept it um, you know, low-ish. They they really spread out the ice time tonight, actually. Like if you look at it. Uh, you know, the third line had like 15 or so minutes. The fourth line had about 13 minutes apiece. I think the top forward was uh, Mitch Marr at 1945, which is significantly less than the 28 minutes that he played against Columbus on Saturday. So um, nice when you get a victory like that against a team like that and you play the way you're supposed to play, you get a big lead. You can kind of give your your big boys a bit of a rest and, and start to play some of your depth a little and get them some some ice time. We saw that happen tonight. Uh, I also had Austin Matthews as my second star, um, but I had William Nylander as my first star. Yeah. I assume you also uh, you also did. He had a goal and two helpers, uh, three shots on net uh, in just sixteen minutes and fifteen seconds. So extremely extremely efficient night for William Nylander. The one that I play that I wanted to highlight, like we were just talking about the, the Connor Timmons goal. I mean, that's that's not a goal if it's not for William Nylander exactly. hustling down the ice and just really strong on the four check, um, kind of jars the puck loose and allows Austin Matthews to pick the pocket of the defender to really set that play up. So William Nylander doesn't uh, get on his high horse and hustle down on that four check and create the turnover in a way. I mean, that's that's not a goal. So he deserves a lot of credit for that one uh, as well. So you know, I want to make sure that he got some uh, got some love, and he was all over the place tonight. He was skating really well, and uh, I think him and him and Austin Matthews really do work well together. I, I we talked about it yesterday, but having Willie and, and Austin together on the top pair for the top line, and then having Mitch and uh, and Tavares together on the second line really gives his team a strong one-two punch and. You saw it when they're all working well and they're all clicking. Means usually uh, the team's gonna have a big night, just like they did tonight. Yeah, I wonder how many uh, Nylander haters or those who were not fans of Nylander uh, were kind of, you know, punching the ceiling after watching that effort on that on that goal. On um, that was pretty much him, flat out just hustling it down the ice, like if. If if they waited until game fifty, what are we game fifty five? I think we're at. I think tonight was the fifty fifth game of the season. If they've only clued in fifty five games into the year that William Nylander is a different player than he was in the past, they're not watching hockey. No. All right. So if you still are a Willie hater and you think he's lazy and he doesn't forecheck, he doesn't backcheck, and he doesn't do anything, and that he's a selfish player. Um, come to the year 2023, because that's a 2020 take pre-COVID. This ain't the same guy. No. And tonight was just another instance of, you know, him going all out and 
helping create offense out of it. It doesn't have to be coming off his stick. And that's where that's the selflessness that's coming through his maturity as a player, right? I can do these things away from the puck, off the puck, and they still result in goals being scored while I'm on the ice. That's also a positive. Doesn't have to always come off my stick. As long as there's goals that are getting filled. And I think Willie, it's finally kind of got through to him. And you can see that based off of plays like that. Right? Yeah, he was and he also had the fourth facet fastest opening goal in Leafs history. Yeah. Nine seconds. Mitch is second on that list. And so when we look at that goal though, like you remember last year, there was a couple times where Peter Morazic, you're like, did this guy forget where the net is? Like, he forgot where the net was. Like, he yep. fully thought that his skate was against the back post, didn't he? We've seen that many times from him before. And it's like, no, it's not. And I'm just going to tuck this puck right in here in this little tiny crease that you left because you lost your net. You don't know where the ha- how deep it was, and you didn't get back far enough. Good. Nine seconds in, you're down one nothing because of a stupid, stupid play like that. Yeah. Saw that many too, too many times. And thank you for that goal, Peter Marazzi, because it also put Neander in same company as Austin Matthews and Phil Kessel um, and John Tavares as the fourth Leaf uh, player in the last 20 years to have 30 goals in 55 or fewer games. Wow. That's our number one star right there. Yeah. Number one star should have been an all-star. Still really upset that he wasn't... Uh wasn't given the recognition of being an all-star this year because he definitely damn well deserved it. But that's uh, that's that's old news now. We'll talk about – I mean, I don't know. It's, in the, past talk about, yeah, it's in the past now. It's in the past now. We got to move forward. We got to move on. Honestly, we care more than he cares. That's the sad part. That like, is the sad part. I don't think he gives a damn that he wasn't there because that just meant that he was able to do – Whatever the hell he wanted for a week, as opposed to spent time with his dogs. Yeah, spent time with his dogs. I, I think he actually, I think he was like in town for a majority of it skating, which is also a good sign. Um, that he just kind of kept skating and kept staying, staying in shape. Kind of shows when you see a night like tonight, where it's like, yeah, he was off for 10 days, played a couple games, but didn't really factor into you know, he still had quite a full tank out there. All right, pal. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up for tonight. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much um, for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to Locked On These Podcasts on all podcasts and platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow uh, Dave at D underscore Morissuti and follow the show at Locked On Leafs. Leave a, a like and a comment down below on uh, if you're on YouTube. Which of the Blackhawks stood out to you and would you be interested in any of them? and a potential trade ahead of the March 3rd NHL trade deadline. Let us know in the comments section down below. We'll be back with another episode for you guys tomorrow to tee up this weekend's back-to-back. Got Montreal, and I got Chicago again. Uh, So we'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Until then, keep it locked right here on Lockdown Leafs.